Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. Best is Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 200. Today we're going to talk about the importance of looking for positive activities that a husband and wife could do together. Um, when a couple first marries, generally speaking, they naturally spend a lot of time with each other, as is as a chas and kala, depending on the culture. And certainly afterwards, the chasana, sheva brachas, and so on. And there's a lot of changes, and they talk to each other a lot, they communicate with each other a lot. And um, then they spend the first Shabbos together at home a lot. So there's a lot to talk about because there's a lot of adjustments to make, changing from their single lives to their married lives. But after a while, it's common for couples to get so busy with their lives that they don't really spend much time with each other, not much quality time with each other, unless they make a concerted effort and plan to do so. So for some couples, it's not a problem at all. They figure out ways um, to work on doing things together. But for other people, it's a little difficult. It becomes an issue. And, um, you know, when you ask people, how many, what have you done to enhance your relationship? And um, Rizal Pliskin in his book brings various ideas that he heard from people, married couples. And a lot depends on your time or your financial situation or your personalities. So it varies from couples to couples. So here's an interesting list, which I'm going to bring a few of these things. And again, it may not apply to everybody. It depends, again, on whether you have the time for it. Some people have more time. Some people have less time. Um, and how much money you have to spend and things like that. So the first one, obviously, which I think helps for almost every couple, and um, it's hard to get into the mode of it, but once you start, it's, it really it can enhance a relationship greatly, is to take daily walks together. Daily walks together doesn't mean that each one puts on their earphones and is in their own world, um, although they could do that from time to time too if they take long war- walks. But the idea behind it is when you take those daily walks together that you could communicate as you're walking and walking and talking, like we say. So that's one aspect that a couple could do together. Another idea is to learn together from a safer. Uh, even if it's just a couple of minutes a day, five times a week. Um, now, again, every couple is different. Some people... Um, may feel pressure with that, whatever it is. But sometimes they pick to the choosing of, of whatever the wife wants to learn, or to learn and the husband also could be something lighter, something they're both interested in, something they both could connect with, and they learn it together, even if it's for a few minutes, um, you know, um, five times a week. And I've heard from some um, people that told me that that, Learning together did create a tremendous kesher, a tremendous connection, uh, some some type of um, spiritual connection, which in, in enhanced their overall relationship between a husband and a wife. So that's another idea. Another idea is, especially with the matzashabim, matzashabasim that are earlier, and if you have younger kids, you put them to sleep, and then you have a malab malka with you know, with your wife, that's another another idea, or getting a babysitter and going out. Or another one is a planned date 
you know, if you can once a week, we talked about in the past, if you can't afford to go out all the time or it's not realistic, then somehow even at home, sometimes just to have fun like we talked about and sometimes where they both decide that once a week they'll discuss, you know, just their life together and, and work things out like that. So that's another idea. Um, another idea is, for example, you choose... Like Rosh Chodesh has a treat for the both of you to do something special or to go somewhere special or every fourth Sunday or whatever it is to take trips together to interesting places. Um, you know, it depends on your financial means of how, how, it, how it is, but there's definitely places that you could visit that you do together. We talked about mini vacations in the, in the past. Um Sometimes when each one, the husband or wife, reads interesting stories or interesting anecdotes that they heard that they think the other one would enjoy, so they talk to each other about it. Some couples could together visit people in the hospital. Uh, they do mitzvahs together, and they have some time, and they volunteer together to help people. And as a couple, they come and visit people in the hospital. Um, some people play Scrabble together once a week. It's like board games, um, crossword puzzles together. Sometimes a lot, both of them like that, you know, connecting it and or jigsaw puzzles. That That is, um, I know some couples do that where they buy a nice big jigsaw puzzle. They have a place where they do it and they work on it together. Um, Another idea that he gives, which is a very interesting idea, that if each one has a skill that the other one does not have, that they teach each other their skill, or they let each other know about that skill or that information. They help each other with what they are weak at, and they can learn from in an open, honest way. Um, you know, each one has a certain abilities about certain things, and you inquire from one another. I see you have that ability to do this or that. Uh, please, um, you know, how do you... Um, you know, and how do you go about doing that? And you learn from each other that way, in an open, honest way. Or to listen to music together. Or, you know, if they're both musically inclined and each one um, likes music or they want to play an instrument and they play music together or, you know, they, they work out musical things together. Or they brainstorm about things or have a picnic in the park together. Or, um, you know, all these things. Um, another one that people do is they leave notes for each other, cards for each other. We talked about that. Um, if you're in Eretz Yisrael and you're, you're within a normal, reasonable distance from the Kaisel, you could make a decision once every, whenever, whatever you decide to go together to the Kaisel, to daven together by the Kaisel. Um, now open a business together. Now again, some couples... They, it would be like um, oil and water. And it's better that they don't open a business together and uh, they don't interact on a, on a day-to-day basis um, working on their business together because that could create more tension. So it depends on the couple. For some couples, it, they could hit it off beautifully and they could connect. And it's a point of connection when they open together a business or they work together in a business. With some couples, it could be a source of tension. So you have to know your personality to know what suits you best. To watch a sunset together, um, to daven together, um, to, to, to write up 
phrases to each other and read it off to each other or write it to each other or give brachas to each other for a minute. You, first, I have the husband has a minute and he gives his wife a tremendous bracha in many, many ways and whatever brachas that he can give. And then she, in turn, turns to him and gives him brachas. And if you do this every day for even one minute, and um, it could be extremely, extremely powerful. Just a minute, even 30 seconds per person. It takes one minute. You turn to the other one and say, you should be gebenched and you should have bracha and nachas and say something specific about what it is. And, you know, it's not just, it's a little more than just when you leave and say, have a nice day. It's, it's like a real bracha. And you do that for each other. It takes only a minute, two minutes tops. And it's a tremendous rush of calling each other, you know, if you're working. And also, believe it or not, one part of it is the opposite of that, is sometimes staying out of the way to give each other space is also important. So we talked in the past also about how technology can um, distract and uh, affect the marriage in a negative way. You know, he writes in the case of, you know, the television where they put in the bedroom and, um, and that creates problems. So he has an anecdote here, interesting, he says, while commuting, a colleague told me about the, um, a, a, a story about a couple he once spoke to. He received a long-distance call from a husband who complained about many problems in his marriage. And the rabbi asked a number of questions to get a clear picture. During the interview on the telephone, he found out that they had a television in their bedroom. And they were living in Eretz And they never watched television at all. But now it became a major distraction. So the rabbi told them, take your television and throw it out, and you'll see an improvement in your lives. And indeed, he followed up, and it was, there was a major improvement in their marriage after that television was removed. Because that is both on a spiritual and practical level. Now, spiritually, we know the dangers of television, or in these days, the, you know, the shows, the internet, the Netflix, and all this stuff. And it's not conducive to bringing Shechina into one's home. So that's clear. But even on a practical, physical level, you spend too much time watching these shows or watching television and not enough time with each other. So putting even aside the negative effects of whatever you're watching, even if it would be neutral things or technically kosher things, but the idea that you're spending so much time there, you remove that and automatically you'll have an improvement because you'll connect with each other. Not too long ago, there was a, uh, on, on WhatsApp, there was a um, outage, and they didn't communicate with each other, you know. Th- and there was a lot of jokes about it afterwards, and they finally uh, were able to connect because they can't, couldn't connect that way, so they connected with their husbands and wives that way. Another anecdote that he brings down, that uh, a rabbi said that one Friday night, years ago, he was taking a walk with his wife, and they passed a young couple, and the young wife was very unhappy with the marriage and spoke about divorce. And the rabbi was happy that the fellow agreed to take a walk with his wife because he normally refused to do so. But as they passed, the guy told the rabbi, the next time our wives want to talk, let them walk together, then you and I can study together. And the rabbi said to himself, I messed it up. He messed it up. He'll lose credit for agreeing with the walk. Now he'll be angry at him. 
And surely enough, 15 minutes later, they pass each other again, and the wife, her, the rabbi heard their wife berating her husband about how terrible they, they, what he was. So the rabbi asked his rabbitson like this. He said, maybe you could tell his wife to ask the husband, what can we talk about that will increase our willingness to take these walks? Or perhaps you might tell the wife to say to her husband, I realize that you are the only... You're only taking these walks to please me, even though it's difficult for you. I appreciate your efforts to make me happy. Now, both of them were making a mistake. The husband was wrong for trying to get out of out on the walk uh, that was so. He was trying to get out of the walk that was so important for his wife, since he knew that his wife was unhappy in the marriage. And instead, what he should have done is done everything in his power to improve things. And the wife made an error by making the walks unpleasant. Now, her distress is understandable, but there's a way to think you know, in a strategy of how to make her husband want to take the walks with her and work that out together. And um, so that's, that's another example. But the idea of trying to connect with each other, to do things together, like the ideas, some of the ideas just mentioned now, is very, very important. Some people have more time, some people have less time, but even if it's really tight on time and you have busy, hectic lives, you need to carve out time for each other. And and we said it's twofold. Sometimes you need to talk to each other about important things that were buried under the rug or, or didn't have time to discuss. So you need that type of time together to be able to discuss issues, to be able to discuss you know what each other's needs are and and how to make things better in more serious conversation. That's one aspect. And then the other aspect of spending time together is simply indeed the fun or more pleasurable things that are not necessarily um, serious per se. That could happen whether you take when you're taking walks or having your meals together or taking trips in interesting places or playing your, the Scrabble or the, or, the, or the puzzles, everything we mentioned before. Um, and uh, or benching each other, and so on and so forth. So may Hashem help all of you, all of us, that we should, as Hashem, find and look for these positive activities that we both can do together. And remember that. Remember about technology. Every technology has tremendous bracha, and it can be used one for wonderful things. But we have to know when and how to shut it down. Sometimes, if we're obsessed with it and we go overboard with it, each one with their own device, and they lose the connection with one another. And again, I'm not discussing now about the negative things you could see on the internet or on the other things that you, that unhealthy things that people use technology with. I'm talking even along the lines of neutral, kosher things, but still, the overuse of it, the over-interaction can create a... Um, a lack of connection between a husband and a wife and simply they need to sometimes it's hard because they're so used to it to close their gadgets and to close their phones and to connect with one another and you'll see Metashem a tremendous positive effect if you do that have a wonderful day